0: Welcome to Multiverse OQ, your guide of the comic book multiverse. Now on podcast form, I'm Luke, and I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about Wonder Woman, Amazonia, and Feminisms. Hooray! Hooray. Uh, Yes, this week we are talking about Amazonia, A Tale of the Wonder Woman, which was written by William Messner Loeb's. With art by Phil Winslade, letters by John Workman, colors by Patricia Mulville, and separations by Digital Chameleon, and this was released in 1997, which, unfortunately, it sort of partially feels current or current topical, just because, I guess, dudes continue to be shitty to women. What? I know. What is even the deal with that?
1: Like the fact that we can't have an all-women screening of Wonder Woman.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Those dudes getting so salty are hilarious because they probably didn't even want to see it beforehand. True. And they'll probably also get really salty because it's actually getting, like, good, uh good reviews like yeah and the old rotten tomatoes which i'm not gonna, gonna lie
1: good. actually surprised me
0: yeah uh same i mean because because everyone only, kept i kept okay. reading reports that
1: it was having the same issues as batman vs
0: superman i'll have to see because guess what i got today Devin? passes yeah, to see it Wednesday, which is tomorrow, which means that uh, I already made plans to do an, a review episode in The Grand Tradition, except it's not with Shannon, because she is super busy being a successful movie person. Hooray! Yeah. So it's going to be with Wesley, who, is on, who hosts Viewing Party Podcast, which was the podcast where I went on and talked about the Watchmen movie. Wesley. <laughs> uh, I Good don't know why he's doing that.
1: Uh huh. Ever you watched the first couple episodes a couple weeks ago?
0: I do that every now and then. It used to be my uh, go-to show whenever I got really sad because you can watch all of it in like three hours. Oh yeah. And I ended up buying it all of and I ended up buying all of it on uh, iTunes. Nice. So it's like I got this H D T V watching this very small standard definition show.
1: Oh yeah.
0: But it's good.
1: My roommate in college had the Canadian D V D.
0: Nice. Is that how you came across the show?
1: Yeah. Cause he insisted everyone in the house, served by freshman year, watch it.
0: Well, we should thank him for his service. Yep, basically. Yeah, I came across it because my brother like watched an episode or two of it, and I caught like glimpses of it, and it sort of haunted me because it had that very like '90s creator-owned cartoony style to it, like your uh, Jindy Taratovsky shows. Oh yeah. Or your uh, Butch Hartmany things, and then eventually I found out what it was. And was like, oh yeah, no, this is not only very good, but oh, it is also that show. But uh, we aren't here to talk about Clone High. Sadly, we're here to talk about. Yeah, well, I think the comic overall was like not horrible. It's not the worst Jack the Ripper related comic I've read. Nope. Because I mean, I read From Hell. And, buddy, that's a long-ass comic.
1: It is, but it's still a good book, though.
0: I've had, like, zero desire to return to it, and part of that may be because a cat urinated on my copy of it.
1: It probably has nothing to do with it, Luke. Just being a baby. No.
0: Yeah. But, uh, we start off with Diana Trevor holding up some lions as part of a show where she recreates Bible things loosely, and uh, the royal family is watching her, which includes the current king of England and Prince John, whose nickname is Hotspur, which, they do they ever really explain that? No. I I
1: didn't notice it, anyway. Well,
0: let's quickly see what a Hotspur is. Uh, It's apparently... Oh, it was a nickname of sir henry percy um it's the name of a bunch of football clubs it's a british boys weekly magazine and so on and so forth so it's some sort of british thing we should talk to james or andrew because they're I'm british sure they things they can tell us Peoples. mm-hmm Yeah, she does this uh, show where she shows how strong she is three times a day as part of Stephen Trevor's Museum of Oddities, where she is the Wonder Woman. But during the show, one of the king's guards tries to assassinate the king. Diana is not having it, so she jumps up and punches the assassin. He tries to shoot her, but her arm bands protect her, and so she is able to capture him. And while he's getting arrested, he screams that someone named Polly was murdered and that someone must atone for it. Which... Okay. I kind of wish you would like, thrown the lions up there or something to do, but I guess you can't really come across lions all that often. You know, I keep them around. Yeah, I mean, they aren't a renewable resource. They don't grow on trees. Exactly. They just live yeah. in them. Yep. So Diana apologizes for being uncouth, but the uh prince who is also named John Charles Plantagenet says that it is fine and both of them sort of dig one another. But then Stephen Trevor comes in and everyone's like, "Oh, well, you know what? You did such a good job. We're going to invite you to dine with the crown." And Diana's walking on sunshine. Whoa. And then she remembers that, oh, this is a shitty version of England where women have to walk around behind their husbands with metal chains on because the patriarchy sucks and also women aren't supposed to talk without being talked to.
1: Pepperidge Farm remembers.
0: So they ended up living near Whitechapel and were on the social rise and that's when we learned that Diana was born a street urchin who was slightly weird and was maybe able to fly. But now she's got two kids, Vicky and Etta. And she tells him legends about the Kara, which is the fictional version of Themiscaro. But Steven, who is an absolute trash pile and who's married to her in this universe, forces her to stop talking and get to bed with him because he has no self-worth and he takes it out on her. And also he is not good at sex.
1: Well, I mean, you can't, can't be for everything.
0: Yeah, but here he has like zero value at all. It's literally exploiting his wife. That's because over he's and not over again. Chris
1: Pine yet in this universe.
0: Oh god, this would be like Chris Pine in Horrible Bosses too. I didn't see. Except the second still not one. as charismatic.
1: I only saw the first one.
0: I. You're fine not seeing the second one. I mean, what? I do like how. It's a movie where they have a plan come together, and the plan gets explained, and it's overly convoluted. But you the first know, you one can surprisingly was actually like
1: pretty enjoyable.
0: The they just bring back the oh, you know what's hilarious? A woman raping a dude. Because wolves for days.
1: <sighs> yeah. Remember what happened to the Hulk movie?
0: It wasn't really played for laughs there, though. No. But just that it did happen. Why did he make me remember that, Devin? With oh, oh, oh. yeah. me getting the wounds in. So we find out that uh, Steve Trevor had been a member of the steampunk Air Marines and his ship got attacked. And he landed on Themyscira. And he was like, A society of just women! And he lied about the world being full of equality, and he got to stay on the island, but he was a really shitty dude who hated all these women doing it for themselves. They didn't need no man. That they did not. And Steve eventually got a hold of a radio for his ship and fixed it up. And there was only one daughter who was on the island. Her name was Diana. And Steve ended up radioing for help, because... Uh, he was super sneaky, and he apparently spoke enough Greek to talk to the Amazonians, and so this was the first time he talked in English, and he called them on the radio, and the army came and took over the island, because the king was like, An island of women? We can't have that! And so they literally brought guns to a sword fight, and killed pretty much all the Amazons? Or just killed a bunch of the Amazons.
1: As one does.
0: Yeah, a shitty one does. Oh yeah, and we finally get to meet our yeah, and we finally get to meet our narrator Duke Edward, who is a old dude in a wheelchair, who ends up reflecting on the Jack the Whipper murders, where in this universe only four women were killed instead of five. Hooray! And after the murders, came, slightly less bad, and uh, Duke Edward was an actual person. Yes. Anyways, after the murders, the entire palace was bombed, killing everybody except for Edward, who at the time was the Duke of Clarence, and Jack Planters, a cousin from America. Edward was left paralyzed and unable to speak, meaning that he wasn't allowed to be king, so it went on to Jack, who claimed to have ties to the Plantagenet kings, which were those Magna Carta kings and he was really popular with the men and the businesses and since he was an american that also helped and he was able to wrestle power away from the prime minister he built up the navy and the air force somehow developed steampunk technology and then pretty soon he ended up taking over france which led the other nations to fall in line which led the other nations to fall in line with him he ended up marrying a prussian princess had a son, and then his wife died mysteriously, and it messed him up, especially towards his treatment of women, because it was like he blamed them or something, and he started rejecting anything feminine, while women kept on losing more and more rights. And then more rippers started coming, making women disappear. So back in current times, Diana similarly had lost an old friend at a candy, but she ended up running into her as she was being attacked by some of the Rippers, which were literally, like, what you'd look like if you tried to go in a Jack the Ripper cosplay. Like, they got the, they got those big hats and coats and knives.
1: Pretty much all you gotta really do is put that pop. I mean, that's, that's basically, like, all the Brits at that time, though. All the Brits in that time period were Jack the Ripper.
0: Yeah, but you need to hide your
1: face. Just like the vampire in uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space.
0: Well, we learned the same thing from uh, uh, From Hell. I mean, everybody was Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. Except for the one guy who could travel through time who really was Jack the Ripper.
1: Are you talking about that in a new TV show, Luke? From Hell is weird.
0: What new TV show? Because it's a new TV
1: show where Jack the Ripper also travels in time. I wasn't sure if you were making reference to both. Oh
0: no that there's like the end of From Hell where the one guy travels through time oh
1: yeah
0: or sees through time it's been a while yeah I've literally not read that since like yeah I haven't read it since like freshman year of college back when I had bad comic opinions it was like oh you know Watchmen's really good I bet this book will definitely be easy to read and won't be confusing at all and, it'll be, and it's really long, so I'll have a lot to read for a while. And then it's like, yeah, no, you got the wrong book, Luke. You might as well tough it out, buddy.
1: Alan Moore likes to punish people.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyways, Diana ends up saving Etta Candy from some of the Rippers. But the uh, Rippers m- make it away from her, and Diana knew that Etta had ended up being a prostitute and what would happen if she had to go back to work so she offered her a job as a nanny for her children and Steve being a piece of shit wasn't happy about this and Diana was basically like you know if there's another woman around the house taking care of the kids we can have more sex and he's like oh yeah I guess that's fine but then it's also like oh she sort of Diana also sort of equates herself to a whore at this point, which is complicated.
1: Just a smidge.
0: Anyway, as time passes and more of the rippers have been getting stopped, and it's also being, and it's also been getting more forceful as Wonder Woman has been fighting them using her full power, and she now remembers how she can fly and stuff like that, and also King Jack, you know, like Jack the Ripper, like literally. Any Victorian tale that has a character named Jack, because of course he's going to be the goddamn Jack the Ripper, he's behind all these kidnappings. John comes in because they're supposed to be having dinners with the uh, Trevors, which Jack isn't happy about. But he put together pretty easily that, oh, maybe this woman who performs as Wonder Woman is actually Wonder Woman who's stopping his women thieves. And so he comes out. Diana was giving Edward some attention and giving him some respect and was like, Oh, I believe in you, hon. You just gotta keep your spoonful of sugar and your medicine goes down. You gotta have that self-worth, hon. That's my British accent. How was it? That was terrible, Luke. Pip, pip. Cheerio. That's offensive. And uh, the king comes in. And the king comes in and drugs Diana, which knocks her out. And Jack tells Steve that they're heading to Themyscira, and Steve now got promoted to major. But we find out that Jack is super unhealthy mentally, and he wants to chemically remove femininity because he's all messed up. And John recognizes this, and he also recognizes that... that Diana is a pretty awesome woman, and so he's like, yeah, I'm not really happy about this. And we find out that the English had been hunting the Amazonians like women, and Diana barely escaped because she got sold to a workhouse. And when she wakes up, she finds herself in a big old arena, and Jack is trying to make John shoot her, and he lets John know that this is what all the cool kids do.
1: Well, everyone knows the cool
0: kids go on a killing spree. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other Amazonians are there, but they can't talk to Diana because they only speak Greek, not Greece. Thanks, autocorrect.
1: Hey.
0: That's, That's Greece language, Luke. Hey. Put a Acropolis on it. Drop a spanakopita in this mother. Want to watch me jump some sharks? I think you mean some krakens. Ooh, you're right. I don't get why everyone says jumping a shark is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. That was a great moment of television. Thank you, Troy from Community. What? Troy literally said that line word for word in Community. Oh, did he? Or like something very similar to it. Yeah. Actually, I've seen that episode. It's great. Steve meanwhile uh, <laughs> took the anti-femininity medicine along with a bunch of other dudes, and they pretty much hulked out, got super muscular, and ran out trying to fight and kill women because now they're just brawl boys. And Anne isn't having any of it, so she breaks her chain and starts attacking the dudes with it. King Jack tries to take a shot, but Anne is able to reflect it with her. Uh, bracer except it ends up breaking her wrist and meanwhile steve attacks her with a pickaxe the amazons though are like oh hey that woman who's flying and who's breaking chains and shit she's our princess maybe we can fight again meanwhile jack reveals that he had the head of the anarchist who had tried to kill him and uh you know the guy from the start and apparently jack had tried to kill the guy jack tried to uh kill all the women in the guy's life including his daughter the anarchist hid his daughter and so he ended up bringing her to this island where he killed her. And Then he does the really stupid thing where it's like, oh, and John, you know who else I killed? I killed your mother once she gave birth to you because she wasn't worth anything else. And it's that really shitty reveal that we've got a few other times where it's like, at least it wasn't a whole break the spell thing. It was just like, oh, let's triple down on this shittiness Mm -hmm. and he also reveals that he ordered diana's kids to be brought in because they're also going to end up having superpowers like diana has luckily etta back in england was ready to save them she ran into the street and when a bunch of other women saw her running from the rippers they ended up breaking their chains and beat the shit out of the rippers and some of the women it turns out had also been dressing like wonder woman because she's an inspirational figure Back on the island, Wonder Woman tosses Steve onto conveniently placed spikes. Like, we never actually see where the spikes are except, oh yeah, we need some spikes for this guy to land on. It was a pretty good kill. And uh, so Steve is dead. John tries to stop Jack from shooting Diana, which reminds Edward of when uh, Jack killed the royal family and he finally put that all together. So he uses his energy to roll the wheelchair down the stairs, running into jack before he can shoot diana which knocks jack into the spike pits while diana saves edward and with jack dead john goes by his other birth name i guess which is charles and feminism and equality return and we have the royal wedding of charles and diana you know like the royal family nice nice When did she die? I don't know. Uh, Uh, mid-90s. She died in 1997. She died in 1997, so... Uh, like, did this come out before her death, or was it, like, a really awkward thing that, uh... Hmm. It doesn't really have more of a release date beyond the, uh year that it came out so this like came out the same year that princess die died so what a weird coincidence yeah coincidence. But yeah that is the end of this story <laughs> are you saying that william messner loves assassinated princess die to make the book sell uh, better you better believe that's what i'm saying okay well at least you came out and confessed to it you heard it here first, guys. Yeah, all together, I think this was a pretty good... We're dropping those hot, hot uh royal murder conspiracies.
1: Yeah, like what's his name on Fox News? He's got nothing on us now.
0: Yeah. Uh I would say my one complaint is that reading this book digitally, some of the art really does not look good when it is at a smaller size.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. It needs that full, full page spread.
0: Yeah, they do sort of the uh, printmaking uh, technique where there's a lot of small details that looks good really close up, but zoomed out or uh, but shrunken down. uh, It just really didn't look very good. Agreed. Like it looked fine enough, but you had to zoom in for to look at a, a good level. But, uh, yeah, we can rank this universe on our Trials of the Multiverse. Now, fun fact to Devin, and I need to grab a book from my book uh, shelf. But uh, this is actually two universes. Let me grab that book or Actually, no, I can open up Comixology for what I need. So, my books. Ba-ba-ba-bum. Doo. Multiversity. So initially this was Earth thirty-four, because I guess it was a big enough universe that they decided to like make it its own universe, which it's it's weird what they do and they don't do that for.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Oh, did I tell you, Luke? We can do multiversity because I found what? all the issues in the dollar bin. That's a thing that looks like. Oh, nice.
0: Well, what do you mean? What do you mean by all the issues? Like all that more. Because like you two bought. issues of the main series. Yeah,
1: I think it was like six or seven issues that were bundled.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. But yeah, initially this was uh, Earth Thirty Four. And then in Morrison's uh, multiversity in the guidebook, he ended up creating Earth nineteen, which we'll put on uh, Earth thirty four onto Trials of the Multiverse first. So uh, currently our list is four hundred and sixteen items. Where do you think this should go on Trials? I I really liked it.
1: I liked it. I would not say it's as good as our other like, our prior Jack the Ripper comic though.
0: Uh, which one was that? Gotham
1: by Gaslight.
0: Uh, let's see where... Gotham... Little Gotham. Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, that's pretty far down there. Though, I Well, I guess that was for
1: two we... reasons. That was because we had the follow-up book, which was not good. So that universe was punished.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that follow-up was... Yeah. It was like with the one with the Spanish pirate and the floating ship. Yeah, the bad steampunk stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how we do it. We have to do the good and the bad. Okay, how do you feel about it compared to the American Civil War Captain America? It's better than that. Uh, How do you feel about it compared to Chamberlain Grimm's World? That was the British version of Ben Grimm. Better. Uh, Egyptia.
1: Not as good.
0: Okay, so right under that is Black Sue's World, which is the, uh, cowboy version of Sue Storm. I think it it's better than that. Yeah, me too. So, Earth 34. Amazonia. Well, and it'll be pre. Uh free new 52 earth 34 is amazonia so our new number 41 and then after that we had the uh follow-up which was earth 19 where the description is queen victoria is dead king edward rules a 20th century empire of new electric technology in a rapidly changing social landscape in this modernist ferment the world of new ideas and new futures. The superhumans have arrived. Batman, Accelerated Man, the Wonder Woman, the Shrinking Man, and others face an unexpected challenge. And others face unexpected challenges as history takes a twisted turn. And the designs for those are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, the designs were cool. What? I don't, it's always hard to like judge based off just like the like initial concepts.
0: Yeah, I mean Morrison is eventually going to be getting to it, but uh, that but that in here now He's wearing a scarf and goggles. That he was. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm willing to give it a good benefit of the doubt. I mean, we've ranked things higher with less content. True. Okay, how do you feel about it compared to Little Red Spiderhood?
1: Not as good. I liked Little Red Spiderhood.
0: Uh, the Illusion Poppy Field from Rock of Ages? It's yeah, better than that. Okay, so just two spots under is Earth 19, which is our 44th Earth. Post Flesh Point Amazonia And we didn't remember To ask questions about this But I guess the basic one is Who would you like to see A sort of uh, take on In this universe Like a uh, Sort of steampunky Edwardian twist
1: Where's Booster Gold
0: Actually, that's where my mind was heading to, because, like, I'd love to see him coming back in time and uh, trying to make a big name, making a big name for himself because no one else has, like, all of his skills, but then I think you could do a really good tale where it's like, yeah, even though none of these people have your skills or talent, they're still better heroes than you. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think that could work well. Well, that wraps us up for this Wonder Woman movie-related tie-in, because movie-related tie-ins
1: coming to theaters uh, Gavin, this Friday,
0: June first or third. You're coming to theater. You're coming to th- theaters this Friday.
1: I am. I'll probably see it on Friday, so that would make
0: sense. Oh. Okay, but like online, online, where can people find you?
1: But you can find me online at FredOFET,
0: that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at Coltrig, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I am also going to be at Heroes Con coming up, and then you can find both of us on Exiled, which recently finished its sixth volume. So if you're looking for a new place to jump on, I'd suggest uh, Volume 7, which will be starting this upcoming weekend and then do not forget we are going to be having a wonder woman video movie review episode going up uh this week perhaps even on this very day and we are also going to be starting our long-awaited dc 1 million coverage so make sure to come back for that Uh, You can find more out about us and catch things like image galleries at multiversalq.com. Please like, rate, and review us on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Tell people who like pointlessly complicated continuity about us because we are empty on the inside. Uh, But that wraps us up. If you do want to help us out on a financial level, donating to our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, helps us stay ad free and uh you know we'll say things for you but let's we'll say whatever you want for this episode until then this yeah pretty much until then this one's for hank